Hi, and welcome to the Wise Women's Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Angela Council. And with a background as a naturopath, I thought I knew exactly what happened to women when they reached menopause until I experienced it myself. I then realized that there was so much more to this time of life than what was written in the textbooks. I decided it was time to bring this stage of life out of the closet and to have some open and honest conversations with women who are going through the same journey. Wise Women's Conversation has been created to share information and experiences from other wise women in our community. Sit back and listen to the wise women speak. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Wise Women's Conversations. And this week I'm really excited to be talking to Fiona Van Lockham. And Fiona is a transformational coach who works with women to help them find the truth of who they are. Um, she uses this, she does this using tools um, such as rapid transformation therapy and motion code. She also runs workshops and she works one-on-one with women just to assist women to find their strength and redefine their beliefs and uh, in turn allow them to empower others. Now, the conversation that I had with Fiona today was absolutely fantastic. We talked about becoming a warrior woman. Or a, or a warrior goddess, whichever word you want to use. But we, we spoke about what it is to be a warrior woman and what happens for many women as they reach that crossroads of their life and they're not 100% sure what the next step is and how, uh, if you want to share, how they can step into their warrior woman and live the life that they truly want to be living. We talk a lot about letting your inner child out to play and to be having more fun in business and in life. And we also talk about tapping into that wisdom, the Wonder Woman, because I talk about the movie Wonder Woman in this interview, but tapping into that wisdom, um, the wisdom to know that our strength comes from our feminine energy, that we don't have to be out there pushing and you know, beating everybody up um, with our thoughts and our words in our masculine space. So it's it's really about knowing the the strength that we have within our feminine um, energy. So hopefully you will really enjoy this uh, conversation that Fiona and I had today. Now, if you do want to learn a little bit more about what Fiona does, um, her website is www.butterflylane, so that's butterfly and lane, L-A-N-E, dot com dot A-U. You can find her on Facebook as Butterfly Lane Art and also on Instagram, same name, Butterfly Lane Art. Um, Fiona also wrote an article for the Marga Women uh, magazine and I will put the link to that plus all of Fiona's um, links in the show notes on the website underneath this uh, recording. So sit back, have a listen, join in the conversation, and maybe you can let us know who you are when you become your warrior woman. Have you stepped into this stage of life yet or are you still trying to find yourself? Enjoy the episode. Bye for now. Thanks for joining me today, Fiona. Thank you, Angela, for having me. This is exciting. So tell me tell me a little bit more about the warrior woman. Who is she? How does she get birth? Just talk to me about the warrior woman. Okay, so 
I see the warrior woman as who we are when we were young, you know, that tiny little girl who had passion and excitement and drive and just went out and got whatever she wanted because it looked exciting. And then life happens Mm. and we sort of become engrossed in in the day-to-day and who we are supposed to be, I guess, is the key thing. And we take on board lots of restrictions, you know, that have been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And then women find that as they get to this, you know, crossroad in their life where they're either transitioning through a different career stage or if they have children and their children are starting to step into their own independence and they're sort of in this, well, who am I and where where do I fit in this? And then they start to recognise that that little driving girl is still in there but she's blossomed into this beautiful courageous woman who then needs to step into all of that little girl excitement but encompassing the the feminine side of that so I guess that's how I see the warrior woman so for a woman who is coming into this stage of life you know as you say the the children are getting a little bit um, more independent and she's starting to notice that the little girl is speaking. But for many women, they would be so indoctrinated or have such strong beliefs that it would be hard to actually let let her out, wouldn't it? Oh, very much so. Because society has told her this is the way you've got to be. You know, to be a good mother, you must do this. To be a good worker, you must do this. And it's almost a bit like rebellion in a way. It is. And it's like cracking that shell. And because it's so unfamiliar, they've had so many years of this message being passed. It's like, it's a bit like the storytelling that, you know, Indigenous cultures do, but we do it on a subliminal level. And we Mm. tell, you know, our mothers have told us and our grandmothers have told us through their actions and through their emotional expression that we must keep ourselves small, that we must keep our opinions to ourselves, that, you know, raw emotions, we're being too... Um, sensitive is a, is a key word that's often used. So when a when a woman suddenly starts to recognise that her voice has been reduced and her passion has been reduced because of the subliminal stories that have been passed along, she she wants to break free of that, but it's it's so foreign to her, and it's and those those beliefs and those values and those restrictions are still there in the generation in front of them. So it's, it is, it's that huge rebellion of, oh, can I do this? Mm. It's a bit like when a teenager is, is, is uh, testing the boundaries, you know, they, they, they try all these things, but they still want to be told that, you know, it's okay, that you have to stay within this, but I'm going to test this. Mm. So I guess it's that next transition for women to go, okay, well, I've got all the wisdom of my years up to this point. I can use that to give myself permission to to break those boundaries and just give it a little go and step outside the shoulds and and the and the the unwritten laws that are so indoctrinated into our DNA and and who we see ourselves as that it's it's a scary thing but that's that's what life is life yes. is yeah and we so we do actually have some really great role models for this, and one of the one that always comes to mind, and particularly recently, is Oprah. Yes. She's a woman who you know 
she was, she grew up in America. She grew up as a black, she was black. She was a woman. She was on TV. She was the first black woman on TV. She had her own show. She's very, very successful. She's very, very rich. And she kind of got knocked all the way. But now as she has come to this stage of life, her MAGA stage of life, she's really blossomed because she's really stepped into, even though she was fighting all the way along, she still kind of kept to it within a, a, there was a boundary and she knew that she had a boundary. She knew she could go so far, but she couldn't go over it. But now she stepped into it. And when we look at the speech that she did a couple of months ago, where she just stood up in all of her glory of who she was and she just allowed her voice to boom, you know, and there was so much power in that. There was so much that she's totally where I see a warrior goddess, you know, and it's amazing that she's about to, the movie that A Wrinkle in Time comes out and she looks like a warrior goddess. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's, that's someone who I see really is stepping into it. But even though she's in the public eye, women like you and I who are just doing our stuff at home, yep. we can do the same thing in our own way. Exactly, exactly. And because she came from a place of, of truth, she spoke from her heart, you know, and I don't, I don't even know that she would have rehearsed what she, she might have had a few ideas in her head, I don't know, but because it came from, from her heart, there was so much passion behind mm. it. And, and that's part of what we've, we've restricted in ourselves is that intuition, it's that knowing, it's that who we are as, as women in the feminine. And you mentioned before that um, we've, we've operated a lot in the masculine in order to get through um, society. And so this shift towards the feminine is, is equalising that balance. And that's important for males too. You know, mm. they need to, to tap in and search their feminine side in order to bring that balance back into check. So being the ordinary person at home doesn't mean that we can't start, you know, going in and, and listening to that inner voice that's, that's saying this isn't right, this doesn't feel right, or this, oh, my God, this is so exciting, where that little voice in the back of your head, the guy, oh, yeah, but you shouldn't be doing this because whatever. And it's about challenging that. Well, why shouldn't I? Who, who says that that's the path I have to follow? Mm. Where is that written down? And even if it is written down, why is it written that way? Who's it been written by? Why do I have to follow that? So it's... it's it's a, it's a growth and it's, it's a coming back to what has been that has been suppressed, I think, for such a long time. Yeah, and I'm seeing lots of women who um, are becoming very creative, so, which is a birthing yeah. in itself. I mean, it we, you know, when we become mothers, we birth children. Then as we become mother women, we birth creativity yes. and you know I, i've spoken to women who you know who say one who's you know one really good friend of mine who's she's an rn she's a registered nurse and she she says i just want to learn floristry i've always wanted to learn floristry i want to be a florist yeah and so she's taking herself off to floristry school so she can learn to be a florist Good so her. that she can, she doesn't want to, I mean, she loved being an RN, but she didn't like being in the corporate side of being an RN, like being in hospitals and things like that. Yep. So she thought, I've always wanted to be a florist. Another friend of mine who's worked in banks her entire life, she used to work with me when I worked in the bank many, many, many years ago, and she wants to be a stylist. It's like now because her son's grown up and he's at university, she can do her own stuff. Mm -hmm. yep. And see, you see this happen 
time and time again as as women discover their freedom then their creativity it's like they're ready to birth again but now they don't want to birth a child they want to birth new ideas they want to birth a new life and sometimes they're birthing a new life which doesn't always meet with the old life Exactly. And, and that's where that clash happens. And for some people, they embrace that and they just take that leap of faith. And that's really what it is. It's a leap of faith to, to know that you're going to be okay if you go off and do this creative project or you go and follow that dream that's always been sitting there in the background, that it's not always about having to, you know, get up, go to work, feed the family, do the chores, you know, this, the set routine it's, it's about rediscovering. And as you say, that, that creativity, that's, that's what we're needing more of. We're needing um, more beauty, more, um, more love, more newness into the world that's not built around uh, business or money or competition, you know. Mm. That's, that, they're the heavy masculine energies that we need to, you know, supersede. And, and women often find that, you know, even though they're doing the same thing, they're doing it in a different way. And we yeah. were just talking about that before, that we can all share the same ideas, but what you bring to the table is going to be different to what I bring to the table. So if there's a woman out there sitting there thinking, oh, I'd love to do this, but there are so many other people that do that, it doesn't matter because what you present, what you offer and the vibration that you bring to it is unique to it's just unique, you. That's right. And that's going to attract certain people, as we call our tribe, mm. to you. So it doesn't matter if there are 20 other women studying floristry, your type of floristry is going to be unique to you. And, and that's what we need to encourage in each other and, and cheer each other on. It's like, yay, good on you, go out and have a go. And even if it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't matter. It's come from here and you've, you've fed your soul. And that's yeah, you, do it, you do it from a place of fun. Yes. And, and for me, the magazine is totally about fun. When I decided to put, I mean, I, I've had an idea of having the magazine for a few years and when I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do this. In the past when I was going to do it, it was about business. It was about, okay, if I do a magazine, what's it going to do for my business? This time it's like I'm going to create a magazine and I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never done this before in my life, but I'm just going to have fun with it. Even when I went to find a graphic designer, I went on to um, a couple of freelancing sites and I thought I was going to be looking for a woman who was in her mid-40s to mid-50s. That's who I kind of thought. I thought I was going to be looking for a MAGA woman to do the design for my magazine because I thought that's who would get it. Yep. And I had a few different quotes coming through and then, to be honest, a young guy, he's 19. Oh, wow. What a guy. He comes up to me with a concept and I went, like, I loved his work. And I went, okay, let's just have fun with this. I have no idea where this is going to go. I said, I'll just let him do the first one and if it works out, that's great. If it doesn't, doesn't matter, I'll find someone else. someone else. He did a fantastic job and he's done the first two and he'll do. he's going to be doing all of them now because, but I didn't get hung up on, what was going to happen and for me this is you know, I love doing it so whilst I'm love doing it I'll continue to do it but if I stop love doing it I'm gonna stop doing it stop doing it. exactly and that you know the fact that you you took on a, a, a young and a male instead of the marga woman person that you were thinking of taking on just says all that we just talked about 
about removing the restrictions and the boundaries mm. of what should be. You that's know? right. But so that's the same for a woman. If she wants to go out and do something that society wouldn't dictate to be a right, the right thing for a woman, it doesn't matter because someone out there will love what she's got to offer. And, that's right. You know, um, and and we and a lot of people think that a warrior woman has to be fierce and strong and you know all those encompassing all those masculine qualities. Whereas I see a warrior woman as being um, gentle within herself and using her wisdom and her intuition yeah. and her knowing and and that creativity that you're talking about and allowing it just to to bubble up and not not question it, not second guess it, not overthink it. So move from here back into here. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you're doing with your magazine. You know, it's yeah. it's it's fun, and when you're having fun, other people tap into that fun, and they want to be part of that fun. And you know, it makes such a difference than when someone else is doing it from a business headspace. Mm. And as yeah. you were talking, what came to mind was the latest Wonder Woman movie, oh, yeah, which I haven't because, seen yet. Okay, because so she was very much the she's a warrior woman, obviously, yes. but. It's what she said, you know, yes, she had the strength, but what she did was she didn't use brute force for brute force sake. She used creativity. She came from her heart and she used her mind, her wisdom. Yep. Rather than, you know, you look at all the other, you know, superheroes and all of that, they're all just into fighting and whatever. Yeah. But with, the, with Wonder Woman... She very much was that warrior woman in that there was a softness to her, and, but there was a creativity to her and she used the wisdom that she had learned because she came from a, an island full of women who were just like her, warrior women. Yeah. And it was very much about the feminine energy as, a, as opposed to the masculine go out and kill them type thing. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, because as you were talking, that's what came to mind. That's exactly how they portrayed her, which is why it was such a great movie because, you know, she wasn't seen as a weak little wallflower that they were protecting. She was strong, but she was strong within her femininity. Yes. She wasn't masculine strong. Yep, beautiful. And, 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 that's the, and that's the thing because every one of us has our story, you know, and, and we, we, we don't necessarily have to sit in our story. We can use what has happened throughout our lives, all the good and the bad, to, to step into that innate strength so that that is what drives the warrior woman, not, not the pain and the misery of our stories and, and that we don't have to carry that with us, but we can then use that as a launch pad to step into that creativity and that feminine and that heartfelt growth that we can then share with others. So continuing on with that, um, say we've got a woman who's watching this and she knows that she, she's got a voice. She knows, but she's not sure how to express it. She knows that she wants to do something different, but she's also there and she's afraid because she thinks that if she changes that it's going to upset her family because she'll kind of be maybe moving on. Her family, particularly her husband, might not be there. The kids might not really totally get it and they might kind of still want her to be the mother, whereas she wants to step into the true glory of who she are, who she is. Yep. What do you suggest? What, where do you think she should start? She has to start um, with just taking that first step, 
really, whatever that is for her. And, and rather than looking at that big picture and wondering how everyone is going to react, when we step into our truth and we're comfortable with our truth, other people become comfortable with mm. our truth. And if that means that they have to do a little bit of adjusting for themselves, then that's going to happen. You know, if, if, if a seed plants in a forest and it starts to grow, then other plants have to adjust to the growth of that tree. The tree's not going to stop growing because there are other trees around it. You know, they all adjust to each other. And, and that's part of what women need to do. You know, that definition of what a mother is and what a mother role is, is for each individual woman to explore and expand. You know, you don't stop being a mother just because you step into the truth of who you are and start expressing real parts of yourself. Um, and for some people, it may mean that relationships will change and shift up, and that might be a good thing for them. Mm. Um, and for others, they might choose to step in and then step back for a while, and that's okay too. It's about an ebb and a flow. It's about going with what fits right for you, as long as it's coming from a place of, of love and, and, and want and need, not from a place of fear. Because when we step back into that fear of what people are going to think of us, um, what are they going to say? Then you're putting everybody else's needs ahead of your own. And that's a huge one, huge one for women, especially <laughs> mothers, yeah. to grasp that it's okay for you to put you first. That's not a selfish thing that when you're taking care of your heart and your needs, then there's so much more love that you can give and so much more nurturing that you've got to offer everybody else because you've finally given it to yourself first. Yeah, so, and yeah. I totally agree. And sometimes it might just be a small step of giving yourself an hour a week, which is just for you. And you don't have to explain what you're doing in yep. that hour. You're just doing and, and even if you just went down the park and sat down the park it doesn't matter it's doesn't your matter. time exactly you, you share as much of that as you want you don't have to make it a big secret but if you don't want to talk about what you did there that was your time that you know the family around you just understands that this is what you needed for you and when you come back happy and refreshed then they your energy will pass on to them anyway exactly because the more you're you know owning your own power the more you're allowing other people around you to own their own power as well. Spot on, exactly. And and that's part of that that ripple effect. And that's what I love about the work that I do. When when one person becomes empowered, they then show others that it's okay to become empowered. And so it, it, everyone gets to step into their truth. And that's what we're here to do. We're not here to repeat the same patterns of belief and values that have been passed on for generations and generations that no longer fit. We're here to be the truth of who we are. Mm. So if you're true to you, that means that you're demonstrating that to your network of people, your family and your friends. And if I'm true to me, I'm spreading it to the same, you know, in my group of people, which then means that they can tap into it and then they spread it to their group of people. And it just has that ongoing, you know, ripple effect out in society. And then we become more caring compassionate to others because we're more caring compassionate to ourselves and, yeah. and that's really what the world is needing a lot more of uh, it's totally and I, I think that it's going to start the the change i believe the change in the world is going to start with women like us yeah because we do have the wisdom and we are ready to step up and you know let our voice be heard we, we're ready to do that and 
and we were talking before we started recording is like we're changing the way people think or society thinks of women in this stage of life because we're talking about you know pensioners insurance which you can get when you're 50 is like yeah. which, <laughs> which pension can you get when you're 50 and who's a pensioner at 50 yeah that's how we portray that women when they get to 50 are pensioners it's like, well, most of us are running business or still in corporate or we're still very, very vital. Very we're not, Yeah, not sitting in a retirement village knitting. And we need to change that view of the world that once we get to this mid-stage of life that women are not written off. This is when we totally step into who we are. We step into speaking our truth and become the truest version of ourselves. We become the potential that we were when we were a little girl, which... At, at stage got stopped because we became what society wanted what us to be. Yep, and now exactly. it's time to step back out and say, well, hang on a minute, I really don't care what society says, I'm ready to be me. Me, yep, yep. And that's what everybody needs, you know. Everybody needs real Angela. Everybody needs real Fiona. We don't need a cookie-cut version of that. <laughs> that's right. That we've all fit into because that's what we've been told by society yes. and, and nothing will shift in society if we're not challenging it on our own personal individual level in our own little environments and you know that's that's where it starts so a lot of people think well I, I can't do it you know I'm not I who, who am I to step into this well who are you not to I mean, yeah. the Marianne Williamson quote yep and yeah. the best, and I think the easiest way to do it is to do it with other women. Yes. And, and that's where community, because one of the things that we've lost in our society is community and finding other women who are going through the same thing, who, can, who you can talk to, who will support you. Because when women come together, and I'm finding this in the Marga Woman circles, when, we're, when women come together, so much can happen. The energy of what occurs when women come together to support each other, to speak to each other, to just be themselves. And they don't have this, they don't have to pretend at all. Like the energy is unbelievable and that's where the power is. It's in women coming together, you know, because one woman standing up and trying to do it on her own is darn scary. Yes. But when we do it as a group and we come together in community, whether or not it's online community or physical you know, getting together, yep. that's where the magic happens. Yes, it does. It does. And and that's that's where, you know, one of the a woman who's sitting here watching this going, Well, what can I do? Where can I step in? It's just it's it's starting that. It's it's starting that conversation with even just one other woman. Mm. You're already starting that connection. You're really starting to build that community because then they invite somebody else in and oh, I was just thinking about that the other day too. And it just it it grows. So it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can no, it's actually better because women, um, manga women tend to like the smaller intimate gathering rather than the big, you know, hundreds and hundreds of women, which is why with my the circles we keep it small. Really small. Yeah. So, you know, anyone who is watching this, um, this video right now, if you're not already a member of the manga woman community, you should join us. We are on Facebook. I've got a private group on there and we, I run circles once a month. Um, so, yeah, come along and join in the fun because we get in there and we talk and we have different conversations about all different things and there's always someone there. If you need someone to support you, there's someone there who will support you and we'll be build, I'll be building the community so that we've got, you know, little satellites, live 
live groups running all around the country. So that's the plan as well. So, yeah, you don't have to do it on your own. You know, find someone else who will talk to you. And that's how I started. That's how the Margaret Woman Project started. I spoke to someone else and found out she felt the same way I did and went, hang on a minute. Then if we're both feeling the same way, then there's other women out there. And that's when the Margaret Woman Project came to me. Uh, Well, it wasn't called the Margaret Woman Project at that stage because... I didn't know what Marga woman meant, but now I do. Yeah. <laughs> Which, for anyone who's watching, Marga is Sicilian for magic woman or wise woman. So that's what Marga means. Um, so, which is what we are. We're magic women. We're wise oh, women. <laughs> We're wise women. We've for got sure. wisdom beyond uh, beyond what people know that we've got. Yeah. And the great thing about Marga women is they love sharing their wisdom. Yes, they do. They do. They love to share it. And I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom today, Fiona. It's been absolutely fantastic talking about warrior women and stepping into being the truest version of yourself. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Angela, for having me. It's been fabulous. Well, did you enjoy listening to that Wise Woman's Conversation? Please let me know what you thought by leaving a comment on the Mark Woman Project website or giving the podcast a review in iTunes or wherever it is you're listening to this podcast. Please share this podcast with other wise women who you think would like to listen. And remember, you are a wise woman. I want to thank you for listening today and until next time, from my heart to yours, infinite love and gratitude. Bye.